Welcome, everybody, to episode number 50, 50 of the According to Jordan newscast. We're already 50 in. Pretty crazy to think, man. I really started this whole new show podcast thing after I got sanitized off YouTube and pretty much every other tech platform out there back in like October, November. So time flies. That was already six months ago. But here we are, 50 episodes. Hopefully one day I won't have to do these because the world won't be screwed up and people will get it. But clearly we got some work to do. We're not there yet. So uh, anyway, guys, welcome. All you guys tuning in live, DLive, Twitch, Foxhole. Appreciate you being here. If you're watching this on a replay somewhere, make sure you give it a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and let's go ahead and get started with these articles. Have you ever stopped to think about how personal information about you could be seen or exploited by people online? Most people don't think twice, but your data is constantly being mined to be used against you, and hackers anywhere could be waiting for a chance to get their hands on a password or your credit card number. Protect yourself today with Virtual Shield's VPN. A VPN, or virtual private network, masks your IP address online and encrypts your data, making it nearly impossible for anybody to look at what you're sending. It's incredibly easy to use. All you do is connect through your app on your computer, phone, tablet, and it costs only dollars per month. Check the description below to learn more about Virtual Shield's VPN. Beginning with a new story about myself that I was incredibly surprised to learn about this morning. Apparently, I've been executed. Yes, breaking news. Navy Seal, Navy SEALs executed me. Check this out. Somebody sent me this uh, YouTube video, and it is clearly just a piece of fake crap. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, the YouTube channel goes by the name Inevitable ET, which is clearly not Inevitable ET. It's a it's a total LARP channel, and it's this minute long video that's of a female robot voice claimed to be Shadow Super Intel, Shadow Super Intel report, uh, Jordan Sather has been executed by White Hat Navy SEALs. And uh, this is basically the transcript of it right here in the description, saying that uh, according to a source very close to Q, Sather was selling White Hat secrets to the Cabal. And Sather tried to have Charlie Ward and Wano Savin assassinated Using intel he received from the uh, deceased Robert David Steele. <laughs> I can't I can't not laugh while reading this thing. And then it says, uh, White Hats shot Sather in self-defense as he tried to fire at them, screaming out loud that he was better than them and better than Q. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't even. Uh, according to a source very close from Q... Did this uh, YouTube channel get that from Simon Parks or maybe Charlie Ward himself? <laughs> Jokes. And, you know, it is weird. It's weird that they're, like, roping in Charles Ward and Wano Saban and Robert David Steele into all this and then putting this video out about me because, of course, lately I've had some not-so-private criticisms about that particular group. So I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know who did this, why. It's interesting as well. They also made a video about Robert David Steele being executed two days ago. And then they put this one out about me being uh, supposedly executed yesterday. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I can uh, officially go vote for Joe Biden now. <laughs> Maybe they'll label that as a COVID death. Who knows? All right, moving on from this into some more serious subject matters. Speaking of people who are dead, 
Bernie Madoff died. <laughs> Bernie Madoff, infamous Ponzi schemer, dead at 82. He died in jail. He was serving a 150-year sentence, of course, for all of his bank fraud that was going on about, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Pretty uh, coincidental how everybody named Bernie seems to have some sort of bank fraud behind them. And, you know, just, uh, of course, there's a whole lot more where that came from. A lot of other people should be in jail, but this guy apparently got thrown under the bus. He's the only one that got public news about it. And then speaking of uh, economic issues, let's talk about Coinbase. Coinbase and crypto. So first of all, Bitcoin, Ether, all the prices of cryptocurrencies have been absolutely mooning in the last couple of days. Bitcoin hit an all-time high yesterday, like this morning, actually. Ethereum is hitting an all-time high, like right now. It's nuts. And it all was leading up to Coinbase's initial public offering, their IPO that launched today. And uh, it was definitely a dud. And by dud, I mean that first, the price for the Coinbase shares was supposed to launch at 250 bucks. We learned that like last night. News came out. It was going to start at 250 And then right when it launched, which was this afternoon, it didn't launch when markets opened this morning. It launched, you know, like 1, 2 p.m. midday. Price jumped up to 400 bucks a share. And then once it launched, it <laughs> tanked. It kind of looked like, ironically, when a new coin gets launched on Coinbase and that Coinbase effect hits, the price jumps and then it tanks. Kind of look like that, funny enough. But uh, I was going to buy a couple of shares of Coinbase, but I hit the limit order at 250 And then, of course, the prices jumped up to 400 And I'm like, ah, screw that. That's not going to happen. And then I just saw it tank. So luckily, I didn't grab any shares. And I'm probably not going to. But the reason I'm not going to is because the uh, Stonk app that I was using, I found out that that corporation is actually a part of that civic alliance group the civic alliance group is the consortium of like a thousand corporations that are all publicly against voter id they're going commie so i figured out my stock app was going commie on us so i'm you know i'm not going to use it i'm not going to bother anymore i'm going to move all my crap out of that and close that account it's important you know we got to put our money to work vote with our dollars we'll talk a little bit more about how Corporate America is selling us all out a little later in this video. But back to the crypto here. You know, it's funny. Any single time I make a post about crypto on Telegram or talk about it in a video, it's like everybody instantly becomes a financial expert in the comments section and turns into turns into a financial advisor and tells you that crypto is going to save the world or crypto's uh, completely pointless and all this sort of stuff. And I'm just like, you know, there's cons to it. Clearly, there's issues with cryptocurrency. It's all digital. Imagine a solar flare pops off or, you know, our poles start to shift a little bit more on this planet and then boom, power grid goes down. Crypto is not going to do you too much good then. But at the same time, holy crap, like at least right now during this bull market, you could put some money into an altcoin or Bitcoin and watch that shit double in like a couple of months. Clearly, there's some benefit there. Clearly, there's an opportunity you might want to capitalize on. So, you know, just like everything 
it can be used in a positive way, in a negative way. You just got to be aware and smart about it. Right now, I think crypto is pretty fun. It's a pretty hot market. But, you know, towards the end of this year, we'll hit the bear market. And then obviously long term, there's probably some say earthly or maybe even galactic things that are going to happen that'll make crypto pretty pointless but you know use it while you got it that's what i say moving on from that let's talk about the johnson and johnson shot huge news yesterday a lot of uh a lot of weird stuff going on with this a lot of issues to touch on in regards to it so as i'm sure you heard us officials from the fda and cdc recommended a pause for the J&J COVID-19 shot based upon reports of blood clotting. Now, a lot of states are going along with whatever the CDC said because obviously, I guess, according to them, the CDC like runs their lives. So a lot of, uh, a lot of states, a lot of uh, immunization centers are pausing the shots for Johnson & Johnson, which is about time. I mean, trusting the company that brought us cancer-causing baby powder was a mistake in the first place, right? So there was that. Today, we had a panel meet from the CDC on the Johnson & Johnson shot to debate on whether or not they were going to permanently restrict it or let it continue. But what happened today is that they basically ended the panel. This is a news report that just came out right before I started shooting this video like an hour ago, that CDC panel concluded without a vote saying that more data was needed for them to make a decision. So that is probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Were they paid off? Were they blackmailed? I don't know. More data needed? Are you seriously? It's not that tough to scour social media for all of the testimonies and reports and I mean, we have literally Facebook groups and Instagram pages devoted to all of the experiences that people are getting, all the problems from these shots. It's not that tough. These CDC health experts can go to VAERS, the online reporting system, and look it up. It's not that tough. In fact, let's do their jobs for them right now. Let's go to VAERS and take a quick look-see at what we got. This is an a website called openvares.com. It's a little bit easier than going to the official government VAERS resource because that resource is very difficult to search and it's kind of a mess. So you can go to this website right here that was started by, I don't know if it was a nonprofit or it's a non-governmental individual who just wanted to make a easier VAERS database to research. You can go here, openvares.com. Uh, you can search VAERS reports right here if you want to do that. You can search different symptoms and whatnot. Uh, we don't really even need to do that. You can see this number right here under thrombocytopenia, a.k.a. low platelet. That is basically the uh, fancy scientific medical name for having a low platelet count, meaning your blood will clot easier. And you can see here, According to the 57,000 reports that we have so far in this VAERS system, 321 have to do with blood clotting. And we can take this word, search COVID reports here. Let's check out that symptom. 
bring it up, and we get a whole list of VAERS reports. It has the ID here, age, the sex, vaccine type, COVID-19, vaccine name, and the symptoms. And you can go through this and find all of them. And you can even do a little bit more research if you want to do some due diligence and find what exact shot uh, they were given. Now, what is obviously peculiar about this is that in the reports we got yesterday of this Johnson & Johnson shot, they claimed that the U.S. health officials were recommending the pause based off only six cases of blood clotting. Yet, if you go to Open VAERS and check out all of these instances, there are over six reports of blood clotting having to do with the Johnson & Johnson shot. And that is just from these that were reported. Obviously, there's a lot of cases that aren't reported into VAERS. There's been credible studies done showing that 1% of all vaccine reactions are actually reported to VAERS, okay? So this itself is only 1%, if that, of all that's out there, and there's already more than six. So this data that our health officials are giving us is wrong. It's undercutting what the actual number is. They clearly are shit at doing research, or they just like to lie to us. And then... That's just over six reports having to do with the Johnson & Johnson shot. You can see here, a lot of these have to do with the Moderna vaccine with uh, other vaccines as well, not just the Johnson & Johnson shot. There's Pfizer. Uh, there's Moderna. There's Moderna. Actually, there were a whole lot more Pfizer and Moderna than Johnson & Johnson. So uh, we'll take a look at that in a moment. But what I want to get to now is Trump's statement on this Johnson & Johnson shot, all right? So this, I'm sure you've read it. I don't need to read this word for word for you. It is making a lot of people obviously question, making them say, what the heck? Now, here's a few key takeaways that, you know, or my opinion that I noticed from this particular statement put out by Trump. First of all, obviously, He's pushing the shot in this the very last line. It says here, the only way we defeat the China virus is with our great vaccines. So we can go through the 4D, 5D, 1000D chess in our heads, you know, speculate on excuses. But obviously, it's just us hypothesizing. I know a lot of us have came up with a theory that it could be optics, because if Trump were to go anti-vax in any way, even the slightest bit, the mainstream media would have a field day on his ass, tearing him apart. So maybe he has to do it for the optics. But in my opinion, fuck optics at this point. People's live livelihoods, their health is on the line. I got to get those F-bombs out, you know? Can't say those on Mike Lindell's new platform. <laughs> so screw optics at this point. Although if you do look at the way Trump handled it over the last year, year and a half, um, it did take him a long time to really start pushing the vaccines. He pushed therapeutics a lot. So I don't know. Clearly, uh, it's just weird. It's one of the one of the conundrums of our times. Why you why you do this, Trump? Why you for the vax? And then also, I do find it positive. There are a couple good takeaways I do like from this statement is that he did put Pfizer on the hot seat. He was putting pressure on Pfizer and the FDA, throwing them both under the bus. 
And uh, I do find it interesting as well is that Trump is making the vaccine political. So that might be some of his strategy towards all this is that, you know, the deep state would try to make it a nonpartisan issue, a nonpolitical issue, and try to make everybody get it, right? So by Trump pushing it so hard, pushing it, let me use some finger quotes for that, pushing it so hard, it's making it political. And thus, it's causing people to have to choose a side more or less. So then he can throw Pfizer and the FDA under the bus by making it political. I don't know. Again, this is just like speculation here. Clearly, here's one thing that we can say about it. Trump looks to be supporting the vaccine. We had Ivanka Trump today as well go and tweet this, showing a couple photographs of her supposedly getting the shot, assuming it was an actual shot, not a vial full of saline. And she posted these to her Twitter account. You know, here is a good learning lesson from all of this. As much as I love and respect the Trump family, we have to get past our savior complex, okay? By that I mean, who in the hell cares what anybody out there does, whether they're a celebrity, whether they're a politician, whether they're an influencer on the internet like me, whether it's a member of the Trump family, whether it's Donald Trump himself. Who cares what he says or does. The point of the, you could say maybe even the whole great awakening is to do your own research, come up to your own conclusions, do your own critical thinking. So heck, maybe this just is a big test. Maybe it's all a big test for us in that it doesn't matter what they say, do your own research and it's up to you. You have the free will to make your own choices. So I don't know, but whatever anybody says, I ain't getting no shot. That's for sure. Now let's move on to talking about these different jabs. So America here, quite obviously, is now starting to throw the Johnson & Johnson shot under the bus. In Europe, they've been showing the Astra, or uh, excuse me, throwing the AstraZeneca shot under the bus. Denmark is stopping the rollout of it completely. And it's actually for a lot of the same reasons, the blood clots. Concerns about rare cases of blood clots. So Europe's stopping the AstraZeneca shot. America is, you know, like I said, throwing the Johnson & Johnson shot under the bus. But we ain't hearing much about the Pfizer and Moderna shots, aren't we? In fact, on Twitter the other day, there was this, like, meme trending where a bunch of accounts some of them probably bots just trying to you know sway public opinion but a bunch of accounts were saying that the Pfizer and Moderna shots were a okay leading the charge with them and then uh screw Johnson and Johnson so it's like clearly at least the way I see it and I've even speculated this before and maybe videos a week or two when I was talking about the AstraZeneca shot it looks like they're scapegoating by they I mean they the deep state. It looks like they're throwing these other shots under the bus that coincidentally are not mRNA shots. It's like they're purposefully trying to get the mRNA shots to the, you know, head of the pack and then throw the other ones under the bus. So 
no. Still not going to get the Pfizer and Moderna shot. In fact, the way I see it, those ones are even more of a problem than Johnson & Johnson's or AstraZeneca's. Those mRNA shots, like they're causing so many problems too. People are getting inflammatory responses and swelling and immune problems and heart problems too, all sorts of stuff. Like, let's go back to that Open Vares website. Remember I said a lot of these blood clot issues had to do with the Moderna and Pfizer shots? In fact, more so than really the Johnson & Johnson one. Media is not reporting that conveniently. You can go look that up for yourself. And then there's all sorts of other problems, you know, brain issues, heart problems, immune system problems that people are getting from the MRNA. Not for me, not for me. And a couple of last things on vaccines. Uh, the celebrities are getting into the picture now. You know, like I said, screw them celebrities. They want us, the deep state wants us to follow the stars. And, uh, you know, looking at Mick Jagger here, he looks like a pretty picture of health. Skin looks like a freaking leather bag. But look at this. Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl of all people. Sorry, dude. I no longer respect these guys. I didn't really respect Dave Grohl too much in the first place. But uh, every time his songs come on now, I'm just going to laugh and change the channel. These guys teamed up on a song. Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl compared people who won't get the COVID shot to flat earthers. And Mick Jagger even said the reason why he did this song, it was in the lyrics here. The reason why he did this song is because of his irrational friends that are anti-vaxxers. Well, Mick Jagger, yes, he is still alive. Surprisingly, if he goes and gets one of those shots, it might not be much longer. I've got a song for you, Mick Jagger. I won't get no COVID vaccine. And what's funny is that I often compare pro-vaxxers to flat earthers. <laughs> They're both just about as dumb. I mean, what's your IQ got to be not to not to realize that we have a spinning, rotating, wobbling earth? Just go to the Southern Hemisphere and look at the constellations, see them change. Not just that, but how low does your IQ have to be to think that vaccines are safe and effective for you. <laughs> it's like both categories of people just see info on the internet and automatically believe it. I don't know. Funny. Not just these celebrities too, but it gets worse. It gets worse. We have a vaccine special being aired on NBC. This is being aired on April 18th. They're calling it the Roll Up Your Sleeves special. It's going to feature uh, illegitimate President Biden. It's going to feature the Obamas, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. It's going to feature Anthony Fauci. wonder how much he's getting paid for that. Probably a, a good amount. Uh, CNN's so-called health specialist, Gupta. Gosh, look at this list of names. Faith Hill, Jennifer Hudson, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. No more respect for that guy. Go ahead and let him become governor of Texas. It'll show him how many people think he's a pile of shit. Billy Crystal. Bummer. Bummer. Billy Crystal's on there too. I don't really recognize a lot of those other names. But here's the thing that bummed me out the most. Look who's hosting it. 
Russell Wilson and Sierra. Ooh, bummer, man. Bummer, because Russell Wilson is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. You know, my sort of hometown, Seattle. Uh, I was born and raised not too far away from it. I have a Russell Wilson jersey. You know, I got I got the jersey back in like 2012 or 13 when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, right? I have a Russell Wilson jersey. I like watching him play. I don't really respect him all that much anymore. <laughs> His IQ ain't that high. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll have a nice Russell Wilson jersey burning ceremony. Throw a couple of masks on there too. We'll see. If I do, I'll film it. <laughs> Put it online. We'll see what that, that vaccine special is like. What a joke. What a joke. Sellouts confirmed. That's what it is. Moving on from that, I think this is our last article on vaccines. And we're moving into uh, talking about how corporate America is selling us out. Selling us out. So check it out. A gym in Kelowna. Kelowna, Canada. Beautiful town. Awesome gym. I don't even live in Canada, and I would think about getting a membership there just to support them, but they're doing this. They are refusing new member applications from anybody who has had the COVID-19 vaccine. They're not taking any new members from anybody who got the shot until 2023, two years from now, at the earliest. <laughs> that is awesome. Cool thing is, too, is that the uh, so-called Health Authority of Canada What's their name? The Interior Health Authority. They are uh, familiar with the gym. And they're they're basically giving the gym sh uh, shit, saying it's not a good thing. There's no public health basis for a policy excluding people from that. Oh, this is good. I think there's a couple of gyms here in America doing this too. That's great stuff. And I would love to see any of these gyms get sued for doing this. Because then... They could just turn that right around. What? You guys are excluding people without vaccines from all these different things. What, what makes us any different for excluding the people with the vaccines? You know, it would be an interesting precedent to see that in the court system and how that goes. But good for this gym, man. Good for any businesses that do this. We are going to need a whole lot more of this. That's for sure. Now let's get into corporate America selling us out. Uh, actually, first, let's talk about the election audit coming up in Arizona. Then we'll get to those corporations. So in Maricopa County, their audit is now scheduled to kick off April 22nd. That is next week. That is very soon. So the audit for Maricopa County is kicking off, and they also found a location for it, which is good because the uh, County Board of Supervisors there in Maricopa County, they were giving a lot of pushback to the GOP state Senate that voted for the audit. They didn't find them any location. They basically said, the uh, County Board of Supervisors basically said that the state Senate has to find their own location. They were being a bunch of douchebags about this, but the state Senate did find a location they are getting funding to make this happen, and they are making it happen next week. So this is huge. This is absolutely huge. 
you know, I don't doubt that this is the reason why we're seeing distractions all over the place, especially the race riots, all the all the BLM Antifa Soros goons getting activated right now, everything going on in the media. I mean, shoot, over the next week, we might even see another prominent death of natural causes or old age or something happen, right? Like, be careful over the next week. That's what I have to say. I'm going to be avoiding big cities. I'm just going to be avoiding those vaccines too. I'm just going to hang out and watch this happen. Yes, the best is yet to come, Joey. I do agree with you. So this is this is big. I mean, Sydney Powell even said in a recent interview that she did that she expects 100,000 ballots, fraudulent ballots, to be found in this audit. And the difference is only 11,000 votes, right? So how many fake fraudulent votes are they going to find? We will see. And like the Gateway Pundit shows here, May Arizona be the first domino to fall. All we need is one state. All we need is one. And then the rest will just... So, shoot. Amazing times we're in. Amazing times. And a lot of kickback is happening over these vote audits and also voting law changes, which is why corporate America is selling us out. So many different corporations are just showing their true colors clearly i mean if it's a giant corporation something like a starbucks or a netflix i mean you have to sell out to some extent to become that large of a corporation but it's becoming political now and it's becoming very easy to see so here's one example hundreds of corporations including starbucks amazon big surprise there Netflix, they have signed a letter signaling their opposition to election integrity efforts in numerous states, promising to oppose any related legislation that they deem discriminatory, discriminatory, discriminatory. And this is being led by the CEOs of American Express and Merck. Merck, good old big pharma right there. I mean, that's one corporation I'd already don't do any business with American Express. If you use Amex, you better change your debit or credit card. Don't use Amex anymore. I mean, literally take a look at these lists and just stop doing business with any of them. Bank of America, Amazon, Estee Lauder, Eventbrite, General Motors, Netflix, Starbucks, Nordstrom, PayPal, PayPal's already uh, deplatformed me a couple of times. I don't use them anymore. I can't use them. Don't want to anyway. United Airlines, I'm not going to be buying their air tickets. Pinterest, I never used Pinterest. I'm not a woman. Twitter, you know, I was forced off Twitter anyway. Under Armour, I don't wear their shit. Uh, so take a look at these lists. Start voting with your dollar, right? Have some freaking principle. It's like people think it's it's too difficult. It's too tough to not use some of these businesses. Like, it's just, you have to do it, okay? Don't be a lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> have some freaking, have some drive, have some principle. Take a look at these lists. Just stop doing business with them. It's that easy. It's that easy. And really, we shouldn't have been doing businesses with these giant corporations in the freaking first place. Go to your mom and pot shops. Pot shops. 
pop shops, mom and pop shops. Go to your small businesses. Go to your, uh, you know, use the online retailers that are small. Sure, if you have to pay a couple extra bucks, deal with it. That's the pr small price you're paying for a better world in the future. So there's this list. I also want to take a look at um, another list. So I talked about this in the previous couple of videos. It was the website called civicalliance.com. I'm going to bring it up here uh, yet again, actually, because I just want to keep going over this. Civicalliance.com. This was the consortium of about a thousand companies that are all claiming to be uh, trying to shape the voting laws in our country. They claim to be a nonpartisan group of businesses that wants uh, to strengthen our democracy and have freedom of voting. Just a bunch of freaking feel good word salad to mean that they're a bunch of commie mofos. And they don't want voter ID laws in this country. So here's your list. Easy enough right here. Go to civicalliance.com. Scroll down through this list. AMC theaters. Better sell your AMC stock if you got that. Don't go watch movies. Uh, big long list. Amazon on this one too. Big surprise. And uh, this is the list that I found. That stock company that I was using on. I closed that account. Uh, bunch of just a bunch of businesses on this, you know. Go check it out. Don't use them. And funny enough, I spoke about this in my video on Monday, but I missed this detail. So there was a call from a hundred business leaders against restrictive voting laws, against voter ID, basically. So this is, I mean, this is like the third initiative we're talking about here. We had Civic Alliance. We had. Uh, this one from the companies signing the letter. And then we had this conference call between 100 CEOs earlier this week. This is three different initiatives here from corporate Amer America trying to bend us over. So here's the detail that I missed about this, though. This is spearheaded. This call that happened was spearheaded by the Coalition for Inclusive Capitalism. It was called. Here is the uh, newswire for it, the PR press report for the Coalition for Inclusive Capitalism. You want to know the incredible detail that I really laughed hard at when I uh, when I saw this? I want to show you who started this Coalition for Inclusive Capitalism. And doesn't that sound like some just total fake woke diet woke bullshit? Inclusive capitalism. That's a way of basically saying capital capitalism dressed up as communism. <laughs> it's nonsense. Anyway, this is who started that coalition. Lynn Forrester de Rothschild. Yes, I'm not kidding. Lynn de Rothschild started this coalition for inclusive capitalism that's trying to get all these CEOs to fight against voter ID laws. Big freaking surprise right there. That is the Lynn Forrester de Rothschild that was like best friends with Hillary Clinton. And didn't she date David Brock at one point? The founder of Media Matters, that David Brock. <laughs> yes, Lynn. 
we can still hear you breathing. <laughs> My OG Q researchers will uh, remember that drop. But anyway, there you go. Linda Rothschild's behind that. There's her email for this, lynn at inclusivecapitalism.com. If you want to go and uh, send her a nicely worded, respectful email telling her how dumb she is and how ridiculous her new coalition is, go for it. Moving on from that, let's get into, what do we have next? Project Veritas drops. Woo, these are, these are pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yesterday's was all right. Today's is actually better. James O'Keefe dropped another video today. And I do want to say one thing about these though. I mean, whenever Project Veritas comes out with a video, obviously uh, emotion sells. So he's going to try to up talk whatever dumps he puts out as much as he can. I mean, personally, I would like to see more. We've had all kinds of videos come out from CNN, New York Times, Facebook, big tech, media. And it's just like, each one that happens, it's like, oh, great. You know, we need something that really takes it to the normies. It really does. Right. But anyway, I mean, I still love James O'Keefe and his dumps. It's always funny to see CNN and Facebook and all these other corporations get put on the hot seat. Uh, here's the first one that came out yesterday. And it was from undercover video of CNN's technical director, Charlie Chester. Now, the way this undercover video was obtained was through a female undercover Veritas journalist that went on some dates with this guy. <laughs> he actually, She actually went on like five dates with him. I don't know how they met. I heard it was on Tinder or something like that, which if that's true, it's absolutely hilarious. But there were multiple dates that this guy went on with the undercover journalist that had the video camera got him saying some pretty good stuff like like i said i would like it to start getting better but this is still pretty good in the first video that came out yesterday this guy was on camera saying that cnn's focus was to get trump out of office and that he basically went to cnn because he wanted to be a part of that and he said that he felt like without cnn trump would still be in office so that was a that was a doozy yeah, honey potted his ass is right. And then the second one that came out today was a little bit better. It was a little bit better. This guy, Mr. Mr. Charlie. Man, at this point, I don't trust anybody named Charlie. <laughs> just just saying. But anyway, Charlie here. Charlie. He uh in today's video, he was talking about COVID. He referred to COVID as being gangbusters with ratings, right? Which is why we constantly have the death toll on. Such thing as unbiased news. So in, in today's video, he was basically saying the reason why CNN reports on COVID death is because it gets them ratings. And they wanted the, he like referred to the COVID death being higher because it would get them more ratings like wanting that pretty bad, pretty bad news. Poor Charlie, Charlie Chester. <laughs> he looks, he looks like a weirdo too. 
CNN is screwed. And then James O'Keefe actually said he's suing CNN as well. So that is, uh, we'll see where that goes. That's good stuff. And then I also found it interesting in this first video that came out yesterday, towards the end of the video, this guy even said that uh, CNN's focus, now that COVID apparently is nearing its end or they don't find a use for it anymore. Obviously, the election infection isn't really needed anymore after they stole the election, more or less. Uh, CNN technical director guy here said that CNN's next focus is going to be on climate change. We're going to we're going to hone in on it, on that climate change. Mr. Charlie Chester here says, and the reason why I found this intriguing is because it's almost as if that was planned, not just planned by CNN, but I mean planned by the deepest, darkest New World Order faction of the deep state, because it's not just CNN getting into climate change, but Scientific American is also getting into climate change now. And this went around all the media. So, I mean, clearly their narratives on CNN and in the so-called science, hold on, I got to make me big for this one. Science journals is all coordinated, completely coordinated. It comes from the intelligence community and the compromised parts of the deep state scientific american put out this article on sunday so the day before this cnn article dropped where he said they're going to be focusing on climate change which clearly this video this undercover video was probably taken i think it says march 21st here so this was about three weeks ago wow how synchronistic scientific american getting on that climate change narrative bandwagon now. And in this article they put out, Scientific American claimed that they're no longer going to be referring to it as climate change because apparently that's not hardcore enough. They're going to now call it a climate emergency because, as Mr. Charlie here said, uh, fear sells, right? So Scientific American, they got to sell the climate lie Call it a climate emergency now. Claim that it's a time to use a term that more than 13,000 scientists agree is needed. The reason why 13,000 scientists agree it's needed is because they are brainwashed as shit. Science these days is not true science. It is a religion. It is a brainwashing mechanism that banks on people's egos and it controls their minds to believe that science is unbiased and truthful when really it's not. The data is manipulated. These 13,000 scientists, a lot of them are probably good people, but they are incredibly manipulated to believe that humans are the prime drivers of climate change when that is not the case. It's the sun. That, that's the prime driver of climate change. I mean, it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. And in all the models, in the, the IPCC models they use to look at climate change, they intentionally 
misconstrue the data. In other words, they don't really look at solar effects at all. They only add in the data from humans and then get the end result from their studies that show or make it look like humans are the prime cause and go, oh, humans done it. No, it's the sun. It is the solar effects and the earth effects too. I mean, we have a weakening magnetic field of our earth that's weakening even faster and our poles are shifting and all that jazz. So, you know, conveniently, they don't tell us about that in our textbooks, at least not to a solid extent. Now getting into our very last subject for today, we're hitting Q. For some reason, there's a bunch of chills out there that try to say that I don't talk about Q anymore, so I must be compromised or something to that effect. I mean, there's like, there's a lot of people sort of spreading that narrative. I see it from the sock puppet accounts that are infiltrating my Telegram chat. I see it from people out there on their BitChute channels and you know, some pretty popular people, I won't name any names, but they've even claimed that I don't talk about Q much anymore. So I'm like a bad person. Now. I, I don't know. People have been saying all sorts of, all sorts of weird stuff about me lately. But here we have today some testimony going on between FBI director Christopher Ray and a Senate committee. Check this out. Christopher Ray said a few things. He was testifying in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee. They were holding a hearing on worldwide threats, it was called. This hearing was today. It was a closed-door hearing, so we don't have raw video from it, but what we do have are quotes. Here was more or less an exchange from the FBI Director Ray and some of those senators posted here on Twitter. Let's read this because there is some enlightening stuff in this particular exchange. Now, I do want to make an editor's note from myself on Chris Ray uh, before we move on. He could be compromised. He might not be. We've heard trust Ray from Q before. That was a year or two ago, you know. Closer to now, Q then gave us a photograph of his face being X'd out and then saying that Ray was a sleeper. Now, this could have been counterintelligence. This could have been disinformation for the deep state to make them think that Ray was a bad guy when Ray might have actually been a good guy. Or maybe Q was telling us the truth and Ray is a deep state sleeper. Granted, Q didn't specify what kind of sleeper Ray was. If he was a sleeper for the good good guys or the bad guys, maybe he's a double, triple, quadruple agent. I don't know. Everything's a mind fuck right now, all right? And that's probably the way it's supposed to be. So I'm not going to assume Ray is automatically bad or good, but let's take a look at this particular exchange. So here, Christopher Ray, FBI director, was asked about Q. He said, we understand QAnon to be more of a reference to a complex conspiracy theory or a set of conspiracy theories largely promoted online, which has morphed into more of a movement. He also said the effects of COVID anxiety, social isolation, financial hardship, etc., all exacerbate people's vulnerability to those theories. And we are concerned about the potential that those things can lead to violence. All right, that's kind of weird. 
but granted he keeps it kind of i don't know politically correct and low-key more or less here he didn't take a mainstream media talking point as much as he took a middle of the road talking point here uh, Chris Ray said social media has become in many ways the key amplifier to domestic violent extremism, just as it has for malign foreign influence. The same things that attract people to it for good reasons are also uh, capable of causing all kinds of harms. All right. Kind of weird. Then we have Senator Martin Heinrich, who is a Democrat out of New Mexico. And he said he's been working for the past two months to get the FBI to downgrade, basically unclassify an assessment on the threat posed by QAnon so it can be released to the public. FBI Director Ray promised a full non-classified copy of the QAnon so-called threat assessment very shortly. That will be interesting. If and when that comes out, that would be incredibly interesting, wouldn't it? This gets better, though. Uh, Martin Heinrich. <laughs> the Constitution perfects the advocacy of all kinds of beliefs and views, even those that philosophically embrace violent tactics, but the public deserves to know how the government assesses the threat to our country. This is uh, definitely interesting because just a few months ago, FBI Director Ray explicitly stated that the FBI doesn't look at ideologies, right? So this is, you know, we'll see how that comes out. This is the best part here. Senator Heinrich, this feller, he asked Ray about public speculation that Q is really Ron Watkins, the administrator of the Internet Image Board, 8Kun, formerly known as 8chan, and asks about legal repercussions for those responsible for propagating these theories. And that's the end of the tweet thread, tweet thread we have on this exchange wow public speculation where did that speculation come from where it it came from a completely propagandized disinformation hbo documentary that was wrong as shit and it's also come from all of the media reporting on this hbo doc that was wrong in the first place so it's wrong reporting based upon wrong documentarianism if that's a word and now this guy in congress is using these so-called speculations for this narrative here so i mean god the media has so much power so much more power than people realize it is i mean this is how a lot of these narratives spread and beliefs happen is purely from the mainstream media so in the last three or four years, we've all truly learned how much power and how pivotal the media really is for the deep state control apparatus. And what a, gosh, what a mess. I mean, how crazy would that be if Ron Watkins got arrested and then it went to trial or something like that and, and the government had to prove that Ron Watkins was behind it and they couldn't, but then they had to prove who was really behind Q. <laughs> Oh, I'm not saying that'll happen, but it'd be interesting. Regardless, we're getting supposedly an FBI Q assessment coming out soon and more, more talk on Rotten Watkins being behind it when he clearly was not. So <laughs> they ain't done. 
the Q saga, it ain't done. So uh, interesting stuff right there. And then lastly, on Q, we have Newsweek absolutely obsessed, obsessed with John's event. Good old John that the media basically doxed. Uh, Newsweek is putting out an article on this every single day. And this is the journalist they have putting out articles on Q every single day. All the media is. We've got Vice trying to dox a few people right now. They're trying to dox Inevitable E.T. So we have to we have to do something about that. Vice is trying to dox uh, I.E.T. And they're... They're just freaking scoundrel. They're the bottom of the barrel of scum. These guys are. The way they're trying to dox, get us canceled. I saw Alex Kaplan, the Media Matters piece of shit, he tweeted today congratulating himself as if he had a victory getting me kicked off of Instagram again. And now we got Newsweek doing this. Linwood confirmed for Dallas QAnon event. Alongside two Texas Republicans. <laughs> oh man. A QAnon event. That is that that means absolutely nothing. You know, this this is the straw man term that the media is trying to slap on anything they can to instantly form the perceptions of the reader. A QAnon event. QAnon message boards. QAnon QAnon conspiracy theories. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, getting to what they're reporting on here. Yes, Lynn Wood has been confirmed for the Patriot Voice Conference for God and Country Patriot Roundup. That's the one over Memorial Day weekend. If you want to go and take a look at it, you can go to the PatriotVoice.com. This is the... Let me get that URL right. PatriotVoice.com. This is the... Oh, I didn't get that right. That looks like the right URL. Why isn't that coming up? Oh, no, it's the PatriotVoice.us, I think. I'm getting that right. There we go. PatriotVoice.us. You can go take a look at the itinerary, the speakers. Yes, I will be there. This is the event that I'm going to be at. And also, speaking of Inevitable E.T., uh, he's going to be at this too. Hold on. I want to get down to me and E.T., which is why they're trying to dox him right now. You know, they're trying to come hard at us for uh, going to this event with some high-profile names. So we got Kate, we got me, we got IET, we got Red Pill 78 good old Zach. We got a few others there as well as some of the uh, featured speakers. Shout out Gene Ho. Uh, Gene's a cool guy. I've met him before. And then we've got the big names. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, Louis Gomert. Uh, a few new names on this list. Pretty sweet. Evan Sayat, Juanita Broderick, George Papa Dop, Wayne Dupree, Doug Billings, Patrick Byrne will be at this, Lynn Wood, they just got confirmed, uh, Sidney Powell and Jen Flynn. So pretty uh, pretty baller, isn't it? We got some QAnon OGs on this list along with these guys. I definitely have some questions for Jen Flynn when I meet him. Should be a good time. So go check out that event thepatriotvoice.us, and that's pretty much it for this one, everybody. Please go check out me on Gab. Go check me out on Telegram. Those are the only two social media accounts I have right now. I am no longer on 
big tech social media, no Twitter, no Facebook, no Instagram. At this point, it would just be a waste of my time trying to build up an account there. And I can't promote it. If I promoted it anywhere, you would get Alex Kaplan or some other douche nozzle making a tweet about it and getting me canceled. So just Telegram and Gab until Mike Lindell's platform comes out. I'm going to give it a shot. Hope I don't get censored on it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to censor myself just because it's Mike Lindell. And, you know, there's some weird things in terms of that platform. The whole micro macro influencer thing. It's like, that's, you know, who's choosing that? Seems kind of weird. I just don't want Lindell's platform to become this echo chamber where we can't even say like the F word on. And Mike Lindell also said today that there will be no lying on that platform, which I'm all for no lying existing on any social media platform but obviously you know sometimes it can be tough to determine a lie and who's going to be the lie police on lindell's platform so i don't know i'm gonna try it out though i'll get an account as soon as i can there and then i think we're all waiting for trump's account to come out as well so go follow me on those and then if you want to support these videos support the work i do the shit stirring uh, you can find ways on how to do that right down there below. Subscribe star. You can uh, sign up to my .tv platform, jordansather.tv. I have a supplement website as well with awesome CBD. I got mushroom coffee. I got mushroom matcha. I got a lot of good stuff on that. More coming too and uh, other ways as well. So check the check the description for that. Shout out to all you guys that have been here live. We will get to that Q and a here in a moment. And, uh, remember guys, if you're watching this on the replay, give me a thumbs up, give me a subscribe, and then you can find these videos live. If you want to tune in while I'm doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4 PM Pacific. So I will see you guys on Friday. Thank you for